Hey, this is Anquanise Lamore, and you're tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers podcast. Good morning, Curse Breakers. I have missed you guys so much. And I know y'all probably like, why this woman ain't put up a podcast in four months? Um... We are actually about to get into that. I actually uh, been going through some legal issues with the generation of curse breakers, and it has trauma triggered me so bad. And as you know, the generation of curse breakers is basically about having those conversations that are generational that we all went through mentally, emotionally, physically, just anything that has happened to us. We talk about those unwanted conversations. So if you do not know who I am, I am Anquanise Lamore. I am the founder and owner of the generation of curse breakers um we are here to break any generation or curse that has stopped you from basically living out your destiny stop you from living out your dreams or just anything that is trauma trigger but this season is going to be a little different this season we're going to talk about more talk topics that is a little bit more raw and a little bit more deeper. I'm actually getting ready to have those conversations with you guys that nobody wants to have. So I hope that you guys are ready. So let's tune in. And if this is your first time listening, we actually have two other seasons that we recorded. And as of right now, the generation of Curse Breakers is actually getting ready to transition to live videos. Yes, you heard me, live videos. From here on now, now we will be recording, recording live on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, um, any platform that you could think of that have podcasts. We are already on there, but we're actually going to add YouTube to the list to do actual videos. So I hope you guys are excited like I am. So we're going to get into it. So this episode is going to be called The Forced Silence. Um I want to let you guys know right now, everything is set in stone and legal uh, with the generation of curse breakers. Um, I can't have this discussion, but some things I can and cannot tell you guys due to legal purposes. But anyways, we're going to get into it because I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. Okay, so stay tuned. Okay, so. I had to revisit some childhood trauma. I had a very, very hard time speaking up um, when it was my turn to speak. The biggest issue I had as a child was my mouth, of course, and um, not being able to fully express myself. I came from the family where basically when I'm wrong, I'm right, and when I'm right, I'm right. We all probably dealt with that. Um, I came with very strict rules about my uh, faith, about what was, I was allowed to say, what I wasn't allowed to say. Um, I really wasn't able to be opinion, opinionated um, as a kid. I wasn't able to give my opinion. I wasn't able to express my emotions, and I never really learned how to express it with words without lashing out. Um, so I went through this phase um, I want to say from the age of 13 to about recently 25, um, I went through these different stages where I 
I still am dealing with this, but I hate confrontation. I really hate confrontation because I found out <laughs> over the years that one, I don't know how to control my anger. Two, I don't know how to express myself without getting so angry. Like you take it to level two, I'm going to take it to level 55. There is no medium with me. And because I wanted to control that anger, because I wanted to control those emotions, because I was also hurt a lot in my life, um, he who angers you controls you. So I thought, that it was best for me to just be silent. It was best for me not to fight for what I believe in. It was best for me just to avoid conflict because I don't like conflict. It was best for me to just be quiet or whatever the case may be. Um, so recently the generation of curse breakers went through some um, legal issues where um, basically a person was basically trying to get an investment um, payment that was never made um, from the generation of curse breakers. And they weren't allowed to do that. And they wanted a big percentage of the generation of curse breakers. And yeah, I wasn't going. Um, at first, I was just going to um, sit down with my lawyer, their lawyer, and figure out what we can do to avoid it being a big conflict. Then it was starting to become a big compromise. So what happened was the compromise was so big that because I did not want to go through any confrontation, I said, I want 2022 to be peaceful. I want to be happy. I want to be peaceful. And I want to travel. That's all I wanted to do in 2022. I was willing to be silent again. Um, this came about recently because of one of the most popular podcasts that we put out for the generation of curse breakers and it turned into this big thing. And because once again, I wanted peace because once again, I, I did not have any more fighting me because I felt like I've been fighting all my life. I was willing to settle. I was willing to set up the plan, take the podcast down, even though this is the most popular podcast that I have, and um, just just to avoid any conflict, any more money being put out, all of those things. So as time went on, um, January came around, then February came around, and I had to make the decision. I sat down with my lawyer and I, I really talked to my lawyer and I explained to her what was going on with me. I explained to her the conflict of this situation and I also explained like how I felt and she agreed. She was like, you know what? I definitely 100% agree with you. Your mental health is way important than anything in the world. Maybe we could just settle this with you just taking that podcast down and then maybe you can get back to it. Um, in 2020, I lost one of the big, one of my biggest supporters, one of my biggest, um, helpers, one of my biggest, um, like people that I just love so much. Um, she passed away in 2020 and when she passed away, I kind of lost myself, um, in a sense. And I know 2020 was a hard year for everybody, but when she left, it was like I lost my I lost my confidant, I lost my diary, I lost the person that was able to pray me through, and I did not know what to do. Like when I say I was just out of it, I just did not know what to do. And I started thinking about my childhood, where there was one incident 
that it was not the truth. And but I did not have any proof to prove that it was the truth, but my words. And at that point in my childhood, the situation was so big that a lot of people got pulled into the situation. Since a lot of people got pulled into this situation, I started to become very quiet. I went through a very quiet phase. And this is where the quietness and the silence, the forced silence, the muzzles started with me. I could not speak on the issue because I felt like that I was not qualified. I felt that I was not well enough to basically stand up for my own feelings when this issue happened. And it brought me back to that moment. It brought me back to that little girl that was just so lost, a little girl that just had no words to express how she really felt. Then it brought me back to that teenager that was so angry at the world because nobody heard me screaming, even though I was mute screaming, but nobody saw the scream. Nobody saw the hurt. Nobody saw the pain that I was going through. And it brought me to that moment where I was silent. I fought too hard to be where I am today. I am a successful entrepreneur. Like I'm just starting this thing out. Both of my businesses are growing tremendously. I'm grateful. I'm honored. I put blood, sweat, and tears into this. And with that silence, I was sitting in my room and my godmother left me diary entries basically her writing to me of encouragement and every day she wrote something for the last seven years she left me a bunch of notebooks with just encouraging words and every phase of my life these notebooks are supposed to help me and it was this one page I did not read I don't know why but I guess it was God um I did not read this one page. And on this page, I'm going to read the actual uh, journal entry to y'all. It says, sometimes I feel that you are lacking self-confidence with your voice. Your voice is what makes you. Your voice is what gets people to know you. Your voice plants the seeds of things that you were never given as a child for other people so they do not have to go through. Your voice is here to stay even when your physical body is in the ground and your spirit is somewhere else. Your voice is so valuable that you have to come to terms with what is true and what is a lie. You have to come to terms with what is worth fighting for and what is worth letting go. Your voice helps millions. Your voice is the answer to the next generation. You did not make the generation of curse breakers just for you. You did not make the generation of curse breakers just for your family. You made the generation of curse breakers for multitudes of generations. And because you made this for a multitude of generations, I pray that even if I'm not here no longer, you still use your voice to accommodate Everything that you see in the earth that needs to fix. Remember, your voice is not just your voice. It is also God speaking through you to help other people. The generation of curse breakers needs your voice in order to succeed and win people over. Not winning people over to gain control, but winning people over to let them know that, hey, your voice matters too. 
I read that about 10 or 15 times, y'all. And I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it. I'm like, okay, I get what she's saying. My voice is powerful. It's, you know, all those things I've heard my whole life. But it's just like, okay, Godmother, I need your help. Like, this ain't helping me. At that time, I was being very stubborn. And the lawyer at that time, she was just like, okay, well, I got the documentation. Read over it and let me know how you feel about it. I did not open that file for two weeks. So we in February, now we in March, right? She hits me back up and say, hey, um, we're waiting on you to sign the document. We're waiting on you to um, basically agree to these terms. I can't tell you everything what the term said, but just know the term was basically saying that the main important podcast that I have on here to me, the podcast that I poured my whole heart on was not good enough to be left on the podcast channel and that my emotions, my voice meant nothing. My experience meant nothing and that it needs to end. That's how, that's literally how I read and comprehended the contract. So at that time, my lawyer um, scheduled a meeting with me. We're still in March. It's like the second week of March. And she says, I really feel that you're allowing your emotions, your emotional attachment to your business harm you. And sometimes as women, we have to learn how to stop being so aggressive and we have to learn how to let stuff go and move on because some stuff isn't worth fighting for. Once again, I'm listening to everything she's saying. I purposely remember exactly what she said because it pierced me. It pierced me so mad to the point where I was about to explode on this woman because you're my lawyer. You're supposed to be down for me till the wheels fall off. That's how I feel. And I'm thinking in my head, she's basically saying that my experience, my voice, my business that I built from the ground up and still building from the ground up isn't good enough for me to pour out my heart isn't good enough for me to give people a testimony so that we wouldn't have to keep going through the same thing so other people know that it's worth fighting for whatever you believe in is worth fighting for that's what i heard and my friend at the time um was with me when we went to that meeting because i needed somebody with a clear conscience i needed somebody that does not have any emotional attachment to this business and i and my best friend like I believe in everything she says because she's just an amazing woman. And she told the lawyer, she said, um, can you give us 10 minutes? I want to get Anquanese together. So the lawyer was like, okay, that's fine. Um, just give me a call back um, later and then we'll have a meeting. So my friend was in the room with me. We was on the Zoom call, but she was in the room with me at my house. And my friend was like, look at me. 
And I couldn't look at her because I knew I was going to cry when I look at her. I don't know what it is about my best friend, but I cry every time we have one of these moments. And I looked at her and I just started bawling, crying. And she said, we're going to pray. And then I'm going to tell you what I got to say. So she prayed for a good 20 minutes because my friend is a preacher and she <laughs> she got the oil. Um, but we had the conversation and... What stuck with me, and I want to share with you guys, she basically told me, if you want to go to war for this podcast, I support you 110%. I will be with you every step of the way. But I cannot sit here and be with you every step of the way and allow you to go back to the teenager that I met in college that was so scared to say something when something offended her. I cannot be your friend if you're going to go back to her. And at that moment, I thought about what my godmother said in the journal entry. Your voice is not just for you. It's not just for your family. It's for a whole generation that you haven't met, a whole generation that you don't know, And I was just like, wow, my friend is like speaking like my godmother right now. And she said, the first thing you need to do if we're going to really do this, if we're going to really step it up, step this game up, you need to fire her. I'm like, what? You want me to fire my lawyer in the middle of an agreement? But once again, it's not always about me. It's about my voice and to help other people. That is what the main mission for the generation of curse breakers is. And she said, you need to fire her. Everything from here on out, if the person does not align with what you're trying to do, you cannot be connected to them. I will find you another lawyer. That's what she said. So I scheduled a meeting with the lawyer the next day and I fired her. I found out another amazing um, black woman. Uh, She's an amazing lawyer. And I sat there and I told her everything and I gave her the contract that they they were trying to get me to sign. And she said, oh, no, we can't do this. I actually listened to your podcast. It was amazing. And the actual podcast that they're talking about, no, you're not putting that down because you know how many people went through that? That's all I needed. I needed the right support in my corner and to be reminded that my voice was so viable. Here's what happens when you are a child and you're not able to express yourself um, correctly or you're not able to express yourself at all. You become an adult and you become this adult that is so fearful of saying how you feel or you turn into an adult that says how you feel but don't know how to do it in a matter of class. And I had one or two different ways to choose transitioning from a teenager to adult. It was either live the same life that you see everybody live or do something different. 
and I chose to do something different, so why would I go back now? I am saying to you today that your voice is so powerful that you don't even know it. Even when you're in the boardrooms, your voice is powerful. Even when you're in the courtroom, your voice is powerful. People need to hear you because you are more than just a person. You are a voice put on this earth for somebody to hear. Everything that you go through has a meaning, a purpose, a person to help. So why are we so quiet? I am part of the generation that is taking no more from racism, that is taking no more from these jobs that make us work nine to five and then tell us when we, when we can and cannot go on vacation. I am in a generation where they like, I'm going to live my life, but I'm going to also do what I have to do. I am a part of a generation that has been held back for so many years that when we became adults, we decided to change this world. So who am I <laughs> to sit back and call myself the curse breaker and I'm sitting here being quiet? Because I was stopped from putting up podcasts because somebody felt that they can have a piece of something that I worked so hard for, that they can have a piece of something that was birthed through me spiritually that I didn't even ask for. Who am I to stop my voice? There comes a time where you have to take accountability for every action that happens in your life. And I had to take accountability for that. I've been quiet for too long. Why am I going back? I fought too hard to be here. Why am I going back? It is. It becomes very rare that you find that. And when you find that in yourself and you stop accepting any and everything from everybody, your voice starts to speak up a little louder. I can no longer agree with stuff that I know internally and morally is wrong. I can no longer sit apart, sit apart, or sit with people that does not serve my generation any good. I will no longer sit around and let you talk about the millennials. You talk about us because you don't know. You don't know that half of us went through half of the stuff that we went through. And you don't know the trauma that we had to do. We have done the work. We are doing the work to be better. Okay, sis. Okay, bro. You went to therapy. You you. Detox yourself spiritually, whatever you believe in. You went to God and got deliverance, whatever you believe in. You did all of that to be quiet. I would never be forced in silence again. You can't silence me anymore simply because I know my worth and I know what I'm doing and I know what people need because I need it too. There was a little girl that was a teenager that needed somebody to tell her it's okay to speak up. If you're angry, it's okay to say that you're angry, but let's do it in a proper way. Let's teach you how to communicate. Being forced in silence does not teach us how does not teach us how to communicate. And now this is why we have half of our generation that are not in long-term relationships or seeking a partner because we don't know how to communicate because as a child we never was taught and your parent can only teach you what they know. So I'm not bashing any parents that have any adults that have the hand in raising me, the elders that have the hand in raising me because you did the best that you can. But don't get mad at me <laughs> because I don't allow you to sound, silence me anymore because that's the life that you chose to live.
Live out loud. Speak your truth. Speak how you feel. Even if somebody else disagree with you, I love having debates with people now because I like to give my opinion and I like to hear their opinion because it may change my mind. I may say something to trigger to change their mind and they may say something to me. We learn something from each other. But if you really look at it, millennials all went through the same thing in the same way. We all were silenced for many years. That's why you see us millennials climbing corporate ladders, climbing the entrepreneur ladder, climbing the adult ladder. I, I don't care what nobody say. Millennials are the best parents that I've ever seen. It may be some messed up people in this world, but millennials are the best parents I've seen. The parents that I have around me, are amazing the way their kids express themselves, but still in a, a respectful way. I've never seen a generation like that. Our voice is needed. Our kids need our voice, so we can't be silent. And if you don't have the answer, you have YouTube, you have Instagram. It is people on Instagram giving parenting devices, and you can't do nothing but try because there's no no book to parenting. And I don't have any kids, but I've seen it. I've been around people. Like majority of my friends, I want to say about seventy five percent of my friends have kids. So I'm always around somebody and their kids. But it's like it ain't even somebody and their kids. It's somebody in our kids. We are rebuilding that village again, and I'm so happy about it. I'm so grateful, even though this world is a little messed up. But when we was brought into this world, this world was messed up. So what what can we do to, to do better? Raise individuals to know who they are. Have a voice. Have confidence. Be nice. Have joy. Stop sowing generational trauma. All of that is having a voice. Even if you're not speaking, your actions speak louder than words. I've always been told that. So if my actions speak louder than words, what actions am I doing to make it talk for me? My actions have to add up to my words. So not all the time will I actually have to say words, but I cannot silence my actions in order to get a reaction. In a positive way. So we're back. The generation and curse workers didn't go anywhere. We are going to have some amazing people that you probably never heard of. People I've met on TikTok. I've been emailing people on TikTok. I've been trying to um, get our brand out there because people need to be heard. It is the decade of the underdog. Everybody say, oh, this is the year of the underdog. No, this is the decade of the underdog. The people that are most likely to be overlooked because they don't have the appearance, because they don't have the car, because they don't post all the time on social media. Those underdogs are the ones that are about to take the world by storm. And I'm happy to say that I'm a part of that crew. And it's not being cocky. I am humble. I am very humble. Like one of the most humble people that you probably will meet. But it's time to live in my truth. It's time to speak up because I have something for this generation and I know they need it. And you do too. So, like I said, we're back and I'm happy about it. And to those individuals that were trying to stop us, and not just me, they were trying to stop a whole generation. You tried it, but try harder. You're still not going to win because... It's just, it's just meant to be. And 
I'll never forget. Um, I'll never forget watching. I don't remember what award it was, but it was an award, and Angela Bassett said something so monumental to me. And when court was over, when court was over, um, I was kind of like a sense of relief because, of course, as you see, we're still here. I was so relieved and I had saw the uh, meme of Angela Bassett and she said something like that just stuck with me and it's going to stick with me forever. And before I say this, I just want to say um, it's time to definitely speak up more. And I know I've been saying that a lot, but to see people like shout out to Jasmine Sullivan because she just won two Grammys, period. She's been in this thing forever, but that is her. She said something also on Facebook. She said um, she promised herself when she won a Soul Train Award, she promised herself that she was going to stop hiding. That's a voice because that's, that's an action that she put out. And I just felt that. And I wanted to definitely be in that moment with her because it it signifies where you're going. It signifies that it signifies where you're going and it signifies where you're going and how can you do better and what is to come is what is needed is your voice. What is needed is your actions. What is needed is your presence. And once you come to that term, you learn that if God be with you, who can be against you? And that's literally what Angela Bassett said. She said, if God be with me, who can be against me? So like I said, they tried it, not just with me, with y'all too. That job tried it. That boy tried it. That girl tried it. That family member tried it. That judge or that lawyer tried it. But if God be with you, who can be against you? That's it. <laughs> that's the quote. And I love Angela Bassett for that because she said it with so much confidence. She was like, y'all can't stop nothing. Even though I've been in this game forever, y'all can't stop nothing. <laughs> so don't let these people stop your bag because they definitely tried to stop that. <laughs> but um, just live in your moment. Speak your truth. Keep talking. People listening. So I am so excited about season three. I hope you guys are. Thank you for tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers Season 3. Um, these, this season is going to be called The Scarred Conversation. So I hope you guys are ready. And I hope that everything I say definitely pierce your heart. And you can come back and listen to it anytime. Because we will always be here. We ain't going nowhere. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support. For all of the products bought. For all of the shares of the podcast, the listeners, everything. I thank y'all so much for rocking with me and you guys have an amazing day. Bye.